Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. They'll know my opinion of court packing when the election is over. Now, look, I know it's a great question, y'all, and I don't blame you for asking. But you know, the moment I answer that question, the headline in every one of your papers will be about that. Yes, yes, and it should be. I, uh, I can't even wrap my head around the fact that that is working. Not answering a question that huge... Um, and then that's your reasoning? That That's astounding. Yeah, because if I answered that, that would be the headline. Because it's a big deal is why it would be the it's headline. an enormous deal. So we asked so you because it's I, consequential. No, I won't answer it because it's consequential is the answer, Yeah, which boggles the mind. Now, as I've been saying, in any other area, era, I don't think he'd be asked anything but this until he answered it. I'm not sure that's the case when most of the media is fully on board as part of the campaign. Let's appeal for perspective, experience, wisdom to Lon He Chen, David and Diane Steffi, fellow in American Public Policy Studies at the Hoover Institution, also host of the podcast, always interesting, Crossing Lines with Lon He Chen. Lon He, how are you, sir? I am glad this week is almost done. Amen to that, brother. <laughs> Been saying that every week for quite some time. I know, I in, know. In any other era, you couldn't get away with that answer, could you? No, I don't think you. I don't think you would be able to. And I think you're right. It is an important question. I mean, it's an important. Uh, it's an important policy question. It's frankly a very important question for the for the you know where the country goes from here. Uh, and I think you're right. I don't think there's a whole lot of accountability around it. I, I I will say that I appreciate Biden's willingness to be completely transparent about what he's thinking. You know, he's not trying to make up some reason for 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 why this is. I mean, he's just saying, look, it's bad politics for me to answer the question. <laughs> he's not wrong. He's not wrong about that. No, it's he's not, not. It's just not. It's just not what our media's role should be. 
Well, and this I, point in time. I think it's borderline charming that he's old school enough, and I think it is Corey's a pretty mm-hmm. decent guy, to say it's actually a good question. I don't blame you for asking it. He is ashamed of not answering it, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, no, I think he is. I think he'd much rather be able to answer it. Um, it. It does speak to the state of our media, but, you know, more broadly, guys, I think it speaks to the state of the of the progressive movement, you know, where the where the Democratic Party and where the progressive movement is, because you know, he knows that there are a significant percentage of his supporters who would be demotivated, who would be angry with him if he said, no, I'm not going to pack the court. By the way, I don't think he will. I mean, I think he... I don't think he he wants to either. If he he does that, he has no first-term agenda. He has no way of of possibly getting anything through. Uh, You know, now, if there's a Democratic sweep, then he has a little bit more margin. But still, he knows that this is such a polarizing issue that if he gets out there and does it, he's in trouble. On the other hand, if he doesn't support it, You've got a bunch of Democrats who may not turn out to vote, and that may be a problem for him. So he, he is in a difficult position politically. I understand the position he's in, but it doesn't excuse the responsibility of the media to hold him accountable, and it doesn't, frankly, excuse his responsibility to answer the question. Now, this is why we love talking to you. It's not just shouted uh, talking points and spin. What do you mean he would be in trouble if he did that, particularly if the Democrats hold both houses of Congress? What would hold him back and the progressives from just instituting all sorts of wild policies? Well, first of all, you know, they'd have to not just get rid of in order to get rid of uh, the current constitution of the court. They would have to get rid of the the legislative filibuster as well, which are I think I think that's guaranteed they're going to do that. Yeah, you know, they may try. They may try. But but I think that there are enough Democrats on record. Now, look, it doesn't mean anything. You can be on record and change your mind. But there are enough Democrats on record saying, look, that's not the right path. You know, let's not do that. There's enough institutional. You know, the Senate is an old school institution. I just taught a class this week, actually, you know, focusing on the Senate and, and had an expert on who had worked in the Senate for 25 years. And, and, and she didn't exclude the possibility, but she did say this. She said, look, what you got to realize about the Senate is there, there are so many institutionalists in the Senate, so many people there who are trying to protect what the Senate has been since the founding. And the filibuster is really a big part of that. Again, this is not to say that they couldn't just decide, forget it. We're going to screw all the norms. We're going to do it anyway. But there are multiple steps that would have to happen before you get to court packing. And if it's a close enough margin, Biden is really going to play the key. He's going to play the key role because he's basically got to say to these Democrats in the Senate, look, I know you want to do it. But there's too many things on my agenda. There's too many things that I need to get some Republican support for somehow, because that will make the policy more durable. It will make it exist and stand over time. That's the argument he's got to make. So that's why I'm still a little bit skeptical. I know a lot of people aren't. Boy, I hope you're right. I think we live in a pure pure power politics time. They can and they will, and they'll jam through all legislation with the 50 votes they've got. And screw it if you get any buy-in. Obamacare went through with no buy-in from the other side. Yeah, that's true. Although Obamacare has now been to the Supreme Court, you know, right, which is why it got challenged so much. That's why it's got <laughs> yeah. challenged so much. No, there's a reason yeah. to want to get buy-in on the other side. I sure, just don't yeah. think anybody cares anymore. Yeah, well, and and that's the that's the sad state of our politics. I, I mean, there's a part of me that hopes that there is some effort to to try and move us back to a different time, move us to a time when there was there was more consensus, more effort to try and come together, but. You know, you are you guys are right. This is a time of power politics. And and, you know, 
it, we just finished watching uh, Cobra Kai, which if you haven't watched it, it's terrific. Man, I know so many uh, people that are into that show, and my wife is just adamant she will not watch it. But That's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was skeptical, too. You know, I'm like, three Karate Kid movies is enough. Why do you need another? Anyway, it was it was good. But, you know, there's this no mercy kind of, kind of uh, theme that runs through uh, the first couple seasons of it. And I do think there is this kind of no mercy element of, of politics that's arisen now. So I totally understand where you guys are coming from. I, I guess I just have a little bit more optimism that, that maybe we'll be able to, to have a little bit more uh, civility in our politics. Man, I hope you're right. Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution is on the line. Uh, how much uh, trouble is Trump in in Pennsylvania uh, without which he cannot uh, retake the White House? Yeah, I mean, Pennsylvania doesn't look great for him. The, the public polling out of Pennsylvania has been pretty rough the last uh, week in particular. What I keep coming back to is this. You know, the polling, we've talked about this before, the polling depends on an assumption about who's going to show up to vote. And the Trump campaign's theory of the case has always been, look, we have all of these voters in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin who did not vote in 2016, who we believe demographically are going to be Trump supporters, who we can register and turn out. And that's going to change the electorate. Therefore, the polling is inaccurate. By the way, there's reason to support that case. It's not all just hot air. If you look at early, uh, if you look at voter registration numbers, particularly over the last couple of years, the Republican Party has done very well at registering more voters than the Democrats have in the key parts of Pennsylvania that Trump needs to win. Mm. So I, I don't exclude the possibility. Yeah, well, what a, the but, polling is what it is. One of Trump's top turnout guys, though, got tackled on his lawn in front of his house, so that didn't help right. we, we had a bad day. <laughs> we all have bad days. Yeah, sure, have, I haven't had a day right. that bad, but... There are other right. turnout guys who have shirts. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think I think a lot of this depends on um, on how true that story is, whether they're able to to make any changes. And, you know, look, Trump has got to be able to hold on to a significant percentage of people who voted for him in, in 2016, who who were swing voters or who usually vote for Democrats and, and who said, look, I'm going to give this guy a shot. And that's the dynamic I don't know about. I just don't know how many people who said I'm going to give him a shot in 2016 are signing up for a second go around. That that that's the part I'm still a little bit uh, unsure about. You know, I appreciate your breath of optimism because I I have been operating the assumption Democrats take the Senate, filibuster's gone, and just it's now the House, and all kinds of laws are going to get passed and signed. I hope you are right, and I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, you know, there might be a nice Sizzler steak dinner waiting on the other side of it. But, but, I, but I feel like my, my – uh, you know, there, we just can't keep going like this. The, the, the pace, the level of partisan rancor, how much people dislike each other. I mean, this Pelosi stunt, the 25th Amendment stuff. Yeah, we're know, just getting tape Trump. on that I mean, right now. She's, yeah, she's, she's holding not, a speech. Right. We'll, and it's, yeah. there's a perfect example from my side of the argument. It's not like she's some backbencher. The freaking Speaker of the House is pulling this maneuver today. Yeah, you know, it's what the kids call trolling, I guess. Yeah. But, it, but it is really... It is really um, remarkable that the third the person who's third in line for the presidency basically isn't taking her job particularly seriously and you know by the way pox on both their houses but there's not more effort to try and get some kind of coronavirus uh, economic assistance out the door before the election i mean it's this is remarkable that that you have we're, we're literally 20 days away from the election we know exactly what the u.s economy needs going forward and neither side is willing to step up and, and lay down their arms to try and get this done. Of course, the, 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 the Pelosi stunt basically guarantees, I think, nothing's going to happen. But 
this is really, uh, it's sad. It's a sad statement on where our politics is now. So you have kids. What age uh, is okay for watching Cobra Kai? Um, you know, I think you, I think early teens is probably fine, mm. I would say. You know, I mean, there's some violent scenes, but it's going to get them into karate. They're going to want to learn karate. I want to learn karate, <laughs> though I have no physical <laughs> capability to perform karate. Even I want to learn it. <laughs> wow. Asian man feels pressure to learn karate. This is it's uncomfortable for me. I can't figure out exactly why. Uh, so, Lonnie, I'm going to put you on the uh, the uh, the spot here, and I apologize in advance. When you were talking a second ago, I was thinking, you know, one of my great things I try to remind people of about politics is politicians almost uniformly these days would rather have an issue than solve an issue. If I solve an issue, I can't get you to the polls uh, with the promise that I'm going to solve the issue. Um, when you deal with fresh-faced youngsters, maybe, or folks who aren't into uh, politics much, uh, finish this sentence. The one thing you have to remember about politics is... You mean when I'm talking to them or what yeah. they say to me? No, when you're talking to them. When, when you want them to start to form an understa- understanding of the way politics really works. Yeah. What I say to them is don't forget what goes around comes around. Politics is a repeated game. And, and the, the, the players, you know, I mean, yes, there are new faces that come in and out, but people tend to stick around for a while, and people have long memories. And that's kind of why I feel like at some level, you know, this, this cycle cannot continue because we can't keep beating each other over the heads. We just can't. I mean, it, we, 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 if you look back at American history, there have been a lot of polarized periods, but those polarized periods always somehow come to an end. Yeah. And I pray to James Madison and George Washington, you're right. That's, 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 that's one of the problems with the youth movement is when you get older, you really realize that this the whole balloon drop and the confetti and it's a new administration and everything's going to change forever. Yeah, well, the next, shut up. The next election starts the next day, and the other party usually has a huge ups, and it's just... You know, yeah. yeah so you yeah. got to you got to figure out a way to deal with this cyclical nature of this. Oh boy, Lonnie Chen, David, and Diane, Steffi, fellow in American Public Policy Studies at the Hoover Institution, also host of the podcast Crossing Lines with Lonnie Chen. Always stimulating. Thanks so much, Lonnie. Hey guys, have a great weekend. You too. I yeah. I wish I knew the slogan of the Cobra Kai Dojo or something. I could hit him with breath of optimism from uh, Lonnie Chen. He thinks there's enough serious senators that say, no, we're, we're not going to do this. Right, right. And they'll realize, all right, the hot-headed children whose votes we just depended on, they got two years to cool off. They're screaming at me now. They'll be fine. Yeah, enough adults in the room. Um, yeah. I, I hope he's right. And he is absolutely correct that we have had a number of times in this country where we're at each other's throats to the point of killing each other's brothers and sisters. Uh, wholesale slaughter on the battlefield, to cite the obvious example. And and we more or less healed and more or less came back together. So let's hope there's hope. <laughs> we'll have to Keep tell hoping you. for hope, everybody. We'll have to tell you a little bit about Nancy and her uh, 25th Amendment stunt that she's doing today. But oh, we'll, I was just uh, listening to it in the lunchroom. It, 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 oh, it was an absurdity. I think you'll enjoy it. Cool. Good morning. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.